Welcome back to Trending in Education. Dan Strafford, Michael Palmer, Brandon Jones with you. And today we're talking about disruption, innovation, and the innovator's dilemma in education, a topic we've talked about a few different times, really drilling into it uh, on this episode. Uh, but first and foremost, Brandon, uh, how's your world doing? What's new? What's exciting? How's the home life? What's, what's new for uh, our audience in Trending in Education? Everything is good. Um, we, uh, we had Halloween here recently, mm. and uh, my daughter, um, there's a quick parent story here. My daughter, two years ago, went as Pizza Rat, which is a New York City yes. celebrity. Yes. Um, uh, last year, went as Hillary Clinton. Yeah, uh, she it looked, was topical. She looked great. She was Thank like you. two-ish. She was two-ish, In a, yeah. a pantsuit. In a pantsuit, red uh, pantsuit. That's winning. Um, and uh, this year, she went as Sky, a a dog person as did mine my four-year-old went as sky as well that's great wow uh, as uh, what, from, this is it, from paw patrol nice they'll be there on the double yeah so it, this was a like a, a a parent moment where i felt like boy i wish that this hadn't happened she had like a little friend who also was going as one of the one of the dog people from uh -huh. paw patrol yeah and so she was like locked in with this with this with brody uh-huh so but they uh, didn't go as they didn't go as the same different it's like the patrol there's like m multiple of these dog people in paw yeah. patrol yeah, marshall yeah. rocky rubble come on yeah, yeah. On board. So, well that's good because otherwise you'd have to do like who wore it better true right true yeah, so yeah, that's you don't want to get into that on Halloween. that's what's been happening for me michael how about I yourself i cannot follow that that was really good i was ready for the show to be about this just like <laughs> i i was prepared to go deep on that but uh, no, i'm 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 tolerable tolerably well she was disrupting my plans for <laughs> exactly. uh, for a halloween exactly. can we use that as an on-ramp I, I like that yeah 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 disruption what are we talking about today dan oh uh, we are talking about disruption and disrupting uh, ed tech and uh, education innovation and uh, the innovators dilemma which mike something you you sent along can you explain a little bit about the innovators dilemma and and how that came to pass and how that might apply to our conversation today Sure, I can start, and uh, we can uh, turn this into a collaborative uh, Excellent. Ex exposition on the innovator's dilemma. Uh, dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Uh, so Clayton Christensen uh, wrote a book called The Innovator's Dilemma, uh, I think back in the early 2000s. Uh, he later wrote a book called Disrupting Class, which was specifically on uh, disrupt disruption within uh, education. Uh, but Christensen basically talked about how incumbents, uh, large organizations frequently uh, uh, fall prey to uh, disruption when a new market opens up uh, that is much bigger and uh, more uh, uh, open, I guess, in terms of how a particular problem might be solved. So uh, it was positioned as sort of like an organizational thinking book uh, where uh, basically uh, warned incumbents that uh, you could fall prey to what's called uh, the innovator's dilemma if you're not adopting some of the practices or at least understanding the dynamics of uh, disruption that exist, particularly on the bottom end of a, of a marketplace. So uh, would you care to elucidate? Because I felt like I kind of... Uh, no, I think, that's, I think that's right. Excellent. I think that um, you know, the, the idea is you're always going to be disrupted and so uh, consider and consider the constraints that exist for incumbents, mm -hmm. right? Where there is a, um, uh, this is the dilemma part, you yeah. know, how, how do you extract the most value from your existing business while knowing that the disruption is coming, coming down the pike? Yes, sir. And, and we, uh, I think we have a disrupt, we have disruptions for, for education, I think, jumping off from, from that. Yeah. From that point. I, I think that was the focus here. So uh, the, the, the word disruption has become, 
prevalent yeah. of late. Like it's everything is disruptive. Every industry is being disrupted. Uh, so if you look up disruption, there's even uh, an, uh, there's a disrupt hub article sure is. That, that we can share. I out. think they probably should be disrupted too. They probably should. They probably will be. Yeah. And, uh, and I they won't see it coming. Yeah. They'll probably be a next version of the innovators dilemma that, uh, that somebody else, the Christensen's dilemma, which right. is uh, the innovators dilemma was disrupted with a new idea. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I, you know, education is something that uh, folks have been uh, anticipating a major disruption in for some time. And arguably we're in the middle of it. Uh, but also arguably it hasn't really come as soon as uh, was initially thought. So um, even if you look at Christensen's work, you know, he was, uh, he was really bullish about online education uh, as, you know, I think many of us expect to move in that direction, but I think he thought that rate of change was going to be a lot uh, mm -hmm. faster. And then for us, I think, you know, the 2012 was heralded as the year of the MOOC. The year of the MOOC. And that was really when everyone was like, Clayton Christensen, folks, get ready, y'all. Education's going to get Because he'd been talking about that in the middle of the previous decade. Correct. Like yeah. 2008, he wrote Disrupting Class. And, uh, and then it took off, got some buzz, but didn't really take hold. Right. And, uh, and I thought that was, uh, that was sort of the interesting like, preface to where we are today. And then I think for this show, we were going to try to understand, you know, just because someone predicted something, say, like six or 10 years ago, and it hasn't happened in the last six or 10 years, doesn't mean it's never going to happen. In some ways, you could argue it becomes more and more likely that it will happen. I always think of, you know, these big disruptive waves as almost like earthquakes or volcanoes. You know, if they haven't, they haven't gone off recently, it doesn't mean they're never going to go. It just, yeah. you know, in some ways, the clock may be ticking. Yeah. And, uh, and that's why I thought, uh, you know, it'd be good to give folks some basic foundation around uh, Christensen. He's still, he's still writing, I think. He's still speaking uh, a bunch. Uh, you know, he's got, he's got a nice website there that we'll tweet out for folks uh, if, you, if you haven't really read up on his work. But, uh, but I think we were going to talk more about how that work would apply to education in 2017. Yeah, there was a, an Ed Week article that um, one of our, our listeners and um, – colleagues uh shared um so shout out to mary kent thank mm -hmm. you for uh for the the source material here and you know what it is mike it, and dan it's a it's a list it is we like our list oh man i like it so oh, bad you know what we need dan we need list sound yeah where's our list music dan <laughs> all right so while dan's working on that should we just should we just tell you these 10 disruptions that will revolutionize education Per, yes, ed, per ed week right this is per ed week yeah. um this is an article from earlier this month yeah. uh, i guess l earlier last month uh in mid-october and, um, and, and maybe as you summarize we do a quick take on on whether we, we how much we believe yeah you know what i mean i think i think that's great and let's do we got to do a rapid Not fire all right so i'm gonna read one speed is and, of then, the essence. and then let's react number one there are 10 number yeah. one yeah digital learners will rebel against intellectual conformity so this is um, their di uh, digital natives, uh, mm -hmm. which are all of our early, um, you know, K twelve, really all through K twelve yep. uh, students now um, are going to push back against the way in which instruction has traditionally happened. So they're going to say, "Nope, not for me. I'm going to learn my own way." Eh, was, oh, this one's a mess. This for one's you. a little bit of a mess. Yeah, I agree. I, mean, I think kids will be kids. You know, it's like sure, okay. That's my take. I don't it know how, feels. How you seem more bullish on this one. Yeah, I do. So the there is part of this is the um, 
attention spans are getting shorter here. Sure. And that the these, I think in this one, digital learners are going to demand that there's instructional design that meets their attention span needs. Mm -hmm. I think that is going to happen because I think with uh, technology, you know, introducing the world into your pocket via smartphone. Sure. Um, I, I, I feel pretty bullish on this one. What's our, what's our ratings? Are we one to 10? We got a 10. It's probably too many tens. Are, are we high, medium, low? Are we maybe give it a grade? Let's give it a letter grade. A letter grade. That's very K-12. I would give uh, digital learners will rebel against intellectual conformity. I would give that a C. In oh, terms of yeah, I'm, I, don't, I, I don't find it particularly. Same space. Got it. I thought that we were grading on a different scale. We should coordinate on these Is things. Is there a curve? Uh, likeliness to happen? Uh, we're, we're lightning round. I don't know. Like just, just, a, just give it a grade. I, w if, I don't think this one is particularly uh, insightful. So, so, so it's insight. It's that's my, insightfulness. That's my, that's my rubric. But hey, we all roll however we roll. My right? rubric is going to be um, likelihood of happening. Sure. I think this one is an A-. Nice. Dan? I, I say C. This reminds me a bit of uh, one of Rohit's non-obvious trends uh, from 2017 uh, about uh, breaking out from the digital world. Uh, but I, I don't think this will be all students. I think you'll have a small handful that might react. So I, I go C as well. Okay. Okay. Two, learning avatars will become commonplace. Mm. So avatars, these are virtual humans. And the idea is like if a kid is struggling in math, there could be an avatar that reminds her to you know, to practice this particular math uh, thing without blowing up her spot in front of the whole class. Avatars will become commonplace. That's a B minus. It's kind of like a, okay, sure. I, I believe it. <laughs> I don't know if it's a, dis how disruptive is it really? I think that could be pretty disruptive. If you're talking about getting um, uh, remediation in a form that is, um, feels human, Sure. To a student as when and where she needs it. Right. That could really change things. I think it could, I guess. And, uh, and again, if I were uh, taking a disruptive, how to be disruptive class, I'd probably want to be in Dr. Jones as opposed to Dr. Palmer's class. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I would, uh, I think a lot of these things could and probably will happen. I don't know how disruptive they're going to be. Got it. So, you know what I mean? I think they're part of the, the I would say in terms of trends, sure. How disruptive the trends are, I'm not sure. I think they'll all probably happen, but I'm looking for the ones that might like really shake things up. And so we've gone from how insightful it is to how disruptive. I, I like the shifting scale. I, I think this is it's this is 20, good. it's 2017, right? Do, do what you want, right? Man. Right, right. Dan, what do you think? For me, really, I think this is in a B plus, A minus sort of range. I think this makes a lot of sense. I'm already seeing it for my uh, daughter, so I think this is something that you're going to see a lot more of over the years. I, I think this is also an A minus. I think it's uh, I think this is going to happen. I think this is going to be material. I'm looking forward to it. Number three, participatory learning hubs will replace isolated classrooms. I think this 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 smells like one that that one of the ones that uh, Mike Palmer is going to like. I like here. this one. This is so this is um, uh, it's not about the classroom yo. It's about uh, getting interconnected with the world yes. um, through uh, you know through through the web. Yeah, uh, Mike Palmer. I give that one an A. Oh, solid A. That's a solid A. Yeah. Like that one is, I'm trying to identify the ones that are bigger, you know, right. that Got are it. bigger and more insightful and more like a big deal. Cause I think I, most of these things are going to happen in some capacity. That one I think could really disrupt the traditional classroom. Got it. Right there with you. I'm an A as well. 
I'm I'm also gonna give this one an A. Ooh, nice job, yeah. nice job, number three. Yeah, I'm I've got a lot of great inflation. We'll, I've gone. We'll, we'll I, see. We'll see in the bonus round. A minus A minus A. Uh, number four, inquiry inquiry skills. Inquiry skills will drive learning. So it's um it's it's uh not just about the knowledge. It's about the skills, the inquiry skills. So um, big ideas dominating the education landscape, and then teachers are going to need to hew their curricula to that. Yeah, it's like a B plus. Mm. I because I, I think it'll I, I think it'll probably change the way people teach because there'll be so much more access to information. I just don't know. Again, I'm not blown away by the insight, but I think it's going to happen. Mm. I, I go uh, lower. I go B minus C plus here. Right, I think. Job, man. I just don't feel like this is something that's going to happen necessarily in the classroom. Um, I, I think we're going to continue to have very similar processes, but uh, more technology outside the classroom will yield more questions, bigger thoughts uh, in the near term, at least. I is an A minus. <laughs> I like giving these grades. It's so good. Uh, yeah. Number five, capacities will matter more than grades. I, this is so meta on this one. Yeah, it's a bit of a so what, right? Well, no, this is <laughs> we're, we're grading all these things. So conventional grading is already becoming outdated. Mike Palmer, who recommended true. that we grade these things. It's very true. Um, it's, it's what a student can do rather than what a student can remember. Right. Yeah. It's a pretty big so what though for me. I'm going to give it a B. Yeah, this is your cue. I know, but I, yeah. my Mike's Mike's math there. Um, I'll go B as well, uh, with a little bit more upward trend though to it. I'm where swaying. we're, I'm swaying. The, we could switch the order up too, so we don't sway. Is I think good? B is right. It's not an A. Like, an A needs to blow me away. Like to me, I need to. Not me, apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give number five a critical thinking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number that's, six, that's good. Number six. Teachers will become inventors. So uh, teachers are going to be empowered to create learning environments that are, you know, focused on not just the knowledge they're trying to transfer, but the sort of whole system, ecosystem of knowledge around that, uh, SEL, um, social emotional learning, uh, cognition, et cetera. I'll jump in first. I, I go low on this. I go like DRC because I think it's happening already. Like this isn't a disruption. Teachers have been inventing new ways to teach and to articulate uh, abstract things and to teach math in their classroom all the time. So I don't see this as a change in any way uh, for the classroom. I would give it an A for aspirational. Oh. It's aspirational. So I, ch I changed my rubric again, but I would give that one an A. This is my favorite part of this game. Yeah. It's the shifting, <laughs> sands, shifting of sands of, 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 the, of the rubric. Yes. Um, I will give this one an A minus, I think, because I think that's about right. Um, num number seven, uh, I've got those firm sands. School leaders will give up their desk. I'd like to, I'd like to um, grade this one first, actually. Please. Uh, let me just give you a little more information. Number seven, school leaders will give up their desks. The next generation of school leaders will be less wedded to traditional practices. I'm just straight reading here. Mm -hmm. Students will need autonomy and freedom to customize their own education. So top-down leadership will be replaced by student agency and a culture of mutual respect. I give this one either an incomplete yes. or an F. Yes. Because I don't know what this is. So yeah. like the school, school leaders will be uh, less physically tied to those places, right. give up their desks. Yes. Yeah. School leaders will seed having authority and it will be replaced by children having authority, even, you know, uh, in a nine twelve program uh, school. I think definitely not. Right. Yeah. I would give this one, uh, uh, 
probably an F because I, I I think this one this one's a little bit of a it's like a I feel like you need a list of ten things. Right, right. And I think the writer was coming close to a deadline. Yeah. And was like And but this is a good learning. You gotta sneak the one that's not so good <laughs> yeah, in like number be, seven. Can't, can't, be 10. 10. Yep. can't be one, can't be ten. Well it's not gonna be one because you gotta have that strong. Yeah, you wanna lead strong. But like we've we've done this these, these lists before yes. where like the a five on a list of five was yeah. like just a restatement and, and one from all of before. our lists are amazing. Yeah, yes, right. Yes. Dan? Dan. I'm with you. I think that this was uh, snuck in to just complete the list, not really making much sense. I do agree with you, Brendan, though. If it means them getting out of the office and into the hallways and more involved away from their desk, I would agree. But beyond that, it doesn't make much sense. There, yeah. could, there could be a lot in there about like, how do you design a classroom? Like, do you actually need the physical design to have a class in the front? Like, then like, give us those specifics. But right. like, you're kind of mailing it in. Uh, I think that was number three is the participatory learning hubs replacing isolated classrooms. I think he tried to double dip on this one a little bit. Yeah. Um, so just to be clear, Peter W. Uh, Cookson Jr. Cookson Jr. Uh, this is not your overall grade. We'll give you your overall grade at the end. We of will. Yeah. And, and, and at us, uh, Peter, uh, let us know like what your, uh, what, what you intended from this one. This yeah. one was unclear. Uh, number eight, students and families will become co-learners and co-creators. So families are in on the act. Uh, families no longer shut out of the learning process. They're going to be full partners in their children's education. Yeah, I'm going to give that one an incomplete because I think it's not looking at the full spectrum of families and level of engagement that people can have. So I do think on the, the, the again, maybe, or give it an A for aspirational again, like if all parents could actually lean in and if kids could come from safe homes where that type of stuff would happen, I'd be really happy. I just think it's kind of incomplete because I don't know if it's covering the full universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. I would say A for the, the thought, the aspiration, as you said, but not necessarily on the ability to actually disrupt education because how may not be able to be completed. But I'll say from experience, uh, my daughter's homework has become much more um, me and my wife involved uh, every night, checking work, going over things, helping her on the computer to use different apps. So uh, I do think that is trending in that way. So if we need to bone up on our long division, we you're you're our guy. Is yep, right? I'm I, well, not quite. We're we're addition subtraction still, but I'm okay. I'm rocking and rolling. Short division, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so on that one, I, I think uh, I give that one an A minus. Um, it's it's aspirational. I I think it's like it's a it really should be like a C, a blended average of an A and an F. It's this will be. I I I hope this trend is a trend, but mm -hmm. there are families right. for whom this will not be a solution and. You can't just leave those kids who don't have the home support yes. um, out in the cold if, if you're expecting the, it to be a fully immersive family-led process. Yep. You got to know this is 2017. Like this is- Got to uh, be inclusive in your You got to be inclusive. Two more to get to, Brennan, coming up yeah. on time. I'm, I'm on it, Dan. I'm just it's making sure. I like when you read things, though. We're going to nice. spend time talking about how I know what's up, Dan. Uh, number nine, formal credentials will no longer be the holy grail. So um, uh, I think that was pretty self-explanatory in the title. Like everyone's been vying for, you know, a, a, a cookie at the end of their higher education uh, path. And um, it's no longer about credentials. It will be no longer about credentials and more about uh, skills. Yeah, I, would, I, I think this one is correct. I don't, not particularly insightful, but I think it'll be pretty disruptive. So I you know, maybe an A. a oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I'm, I'm with an A on this one. 
I think this one's a uh, an A minus. Um, oh, I thought you were going to break the string. Yeah. No, yeah. I think this one's A minus. I think this one is less likely to happen soon, actually, mm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been talking about micro credentials yeah. for as long as we've been talking. Yeah, yeah. And um, th- th- there's a lot of inertia in higher ed, and, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a lot of incentives to keep it from moving fast. Yeah. So I think difficult to disrupt the incumbents yeah i think we'll we'll see number 10 um policymakers will form communities of continuous improvement so policymakers will become the vanguard of education transformation uh innovative think tanks coming in and implementing change uh is there a yeah right grade because <laughs> yeah. i would give this one a yeah right I think, uh, I think it's a little uh pie in the sky this whole this whole list is a little uh it, it it's very positive which is great but yeah. it also feels a little bit glossed over so i would give this one uh yeah right yeah I, i'm i don't know if i have a yeah right rating on this one but i would probably go c um on, on a letter grade it does feel as though overall this 10 isn't uh practical disruptions it's more sort of aspirational things that that could happen says guaranteed to disrupt education i I think we may have a, a C overall on my rating for this article. I give this a yeah, right, minus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's not happening. Overall, though, Peter cooks in. Yeah. I give him an A minus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That might surprise you. Yeah, I'd probably give him like a B plus. Yeah. Maybe a B plus because he, his, his head, assuming he wrote his headline, I give him a B plus. Got it. Dan? I, I would say C plus. Oh, oh wow. Dan is Dan is. I'm a tough ally. grader. That's hardcore. So I I know I think yeah I think that we've got more to talk about we got more disruption. To talk about. We got there's there's lots more to go. We can't talk about it now. No. Um. But uh, I think that the hopefully people listening will be thinking about you know innovator dilemma in their own life and about how disruption is going to come to education and how they can be part of that disruption. So yeah. if you've got, I would say Dan can provide you the details. But if you've got um. Other disruptions, yeah. uh, things that you think either are happening or will happen in education. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Yep, on Facebook at Trending and Ed. Same on uh, Twitter at Trending and Ed. You can visit trendingandead.com. Uh, send us uh, an email via that platform as well. So happy to hear from everybody, uh, as Brandon just said. Uh, with that said, thanks so much for listening. You've been listening to Trending in Education. <laughs>